he just heard the intro. And the question is, what's next? And I know you've got a bone to pick with the DOJ, so break it all down for our viewers. I do. You know, the Department of Justice was my professional home for nearly a quarter of a century. I have lots of friends who are still working hard and diligently over there. But here is the bone I have to pick with DOJ right oh, I'm, now. I'm in the screen. We know that Donald Trump knows we know he knows he did with the classified documents that were supposed to be in the 43 empty classified documents folders that were taken from his office, right? Not from the storage room. There were five in the storage room. There were 43 in his office. If Donald Trump were any other person on the planet, other than you know the president, law enforcement would be doing. Hmm, They'd tell be me, getting an arrest warrant yep. for him. Oh yeah, they would lock him up. They oh. would Mirandize oh, him. Yeah. Miranda's still a thing. Still a thing. And if he waived his rights, they would interrogate him night, Di- and, night, day night and day until he shared with law enforcement how he may have compromised our national security. They're not doing that. They're treating an abject, lifelong criminal with kid gloves, and they're doing it to the detriment of our national mm-hmm. security. How can that be? It's time for DOJ to step up and ask them. Step man, up. This guy's been listening who knows to Trudeau. How he compromised national security. What did you do with the documents? Yeah. Can, can we all appreciate the, le- the-, the level of delusion right here? For, first of all, uh, let's just see who this is the uh, federal. Oh, what did I just do? Come on, get, get back here. Okay. Let's just go see Glenn Kirshner. Glenn Kirshner, NBC News. Already, oh, MSNBC, legal analyst, former 30-year federal prosecutor. Now let's go back and listen to that and just break it down a little more because I got to tell you, uh, Glenn Kirshner and Sam Harris could have the most glorious Christmas ever. Put those two together in a room and it would be called what we call a folie à deux. It's like when a, when a spouse, you know, spouses go crazy together because they just bounce their insane ideas off each other they have no 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 goalposts no guidance fully adder folly by pairs kirshner and sam harris it would be break close. it all down for our listen i do you know the department of justice was my statement professional by home statement. for nearly quarter of a century 25 years friends were still working hard and diligently over there but here is the bone i have to here's the bone doj right now they're not they're not acting hard enough we know that donald trump knows what he did with the classified documents that were supposed to be in the 43 empty classified documents folders that we know that he knows that we know this is i mean this is princess bride level madness we know that he knows what he did with those documents that were supposed to be in those classified folders which by the way uh, according to Jack Posobiec and a tweet that he put out in response to a Scott Adams tweet earlier today, you know, what's the rational explanation for how those folders could be empty? Uh, according to Jack Posobiec, who actually worked in intelligence as well, it's entirely normal that you have empty folders into which documents go. Not necessarily tailor-made such that if there's an empty folder that says classified on it, it's because something was taken out of it. They're printed in more than one at a time such that you have them when you need to put something in it. This guy knows that Donald Trump knows what he did with the documents. were taken from his office, right? Not from the storage room. There were five in the storage room. There were 43 in his office. They're all, he gave them all to Russia. He gave them to Russia, Kirshner. If Donald Trump were any other person on the planet, 
if the former president of the United States were any other person on the planet, let, I mean, I hear people saying this and they need to be called idiots when they say it. If the former president of the United States, who has specific executive privileges, specific constitutional rights, specific constitutional privileges, for lack of a better word, if the former president of the United States, who had the ability to unilaterally, at his sole discretion desire, declassify anything, if that person were any other person, he wouldn't have been the president. But let's just get to the uh, seemingly enhanced interrogation techniques that Kirshner is going for. You know what law enforcement would be doing? They'd be getting an arrest warrant for him. Uh, well, they already got a warrant for seizure. Now the question is whether or not that warrant was justified. But let's see what else they'd be doing. They would lock him up. Mm -hmm. They would Miranda. <laughs> they would get a warrant. They would lock him up. Kirshner, federal prosecutor, is now a proponent of locking people up before conviction. Get them, arrest them, lock them up. And what else, Kirshner, federal prosecutor? If, you, if your name hadn't been dragged through the mud already by virtue of you working for NBC and MSNBC, what else? Yeah. Miranda's still a thing. Oh, Miranda, and if he waived his rights, they would interrogate him night and day until he shared with law enforcement how he may have compromised our national security. Interrogate him night and day until he breaks. Maybe, why not waterboard him? If the, if the former president were any other person, uh, enhanced interrogation techniques. Don't go with kitty gloves just because the person happened to be a former president of the United States. With it. That man is displaying the same Sam Harris principle. Uh, experience does not make intelligence. Uh, and it goes to show... I have a theory, by the way. Experience can make you smarter but it can also make you dumber. Uh, and what do I mean by that? Experience can traumatize people. It can cause people to learn the wrong lessons in life. It's not because you're old. It's not because you've lived through experiences that you necessarily have more intelligence. Generally speaking, it correlates, but there's not uh, a causation, perhaps only a correlation to the likelihood of living longer, having more experiences, and therefore being slightly wiser than someone who is young, dumb, and hasn't had those experiences yet. But just because you've had experiences does not necessarily make you smarter. You might have irrational fears. You might have prejudices. You might have been traumatized by the experiences that you did have, in which case those experiences haven't made you smarter. Glenn Kirshner, congratulations. You're a member of the Sam Harris TDS Extraordinaire Club. Um, I'm having another Red Bull today. Don't Keith Hutchins is joking about lock Viva up. Don't uh, I, I know Keith Hutchins. I know that it's humor translates badly sometimes on the interwebs. Okay, people, it's Monday. Uh, you'd think that between last night's superb, amazing, awesome live stream and this morning, this morning and this morning, this afternoon, there wouldn't be anything new to talk about. There's new stuff to talk about. Mr. Wonderful formerly declassifies all of his super chats. Let's go, Brandon. Thank you very much. By the way, reading that super chat is not an endorsement of the message. Let's go, Brandon. That message. I, do, I hope people know the story, the actual story behind the let's go, Brandon. But it allows me to give the standard intro. No election fornification advice, no medical advice, no legal advice. 
if uh, you like supporting the channel and you give a super chat, bear in mind, YouTube takes 30% of all of those dollars. That's an Australian five, by the way. Uh, if you don't like that, someone says stop drinking the Red Bull. Nature lover, I can't. Um, we should be Rumble live streaming as well. Rumble has these things called Rumble Rants. Rumble takes 20%. So better for the platform, better for everybody, yada, yada. Best place to support? VivaBarnesLaw.locals.com um, where people get lots of exclusive stuff, yada, yada. Okay. So what do we have on the menu today? I was going to start off the video with Justin Trudeau, but I, I'm going to go into what Justin Trudeau's uh, most recent statement, it's from a few days ago, seems to have slipped under the radar. Uh, we're going to change that. This most recent statement from Justin Trudeau, in which he looks more like a used car salesman, or I should say a pharma salesman, than a prime minister, than a leader of a country, um, it'll make you puke. It's going to make you puke in your mouths, people. Uh, we're going to break it down. And we're going to break down <laughs> the, the absolute idiocy of what is now being assured to us is if you, just, if you just do this, if you just do what I say now, you'll get your rights back. You'll get your normal life back. I won't have to lock you in your homes for five months, although that was a premier of Quebec, not Justin Trudeau. Uh, at the provincial level. If you just do it now, if we just get to that, uh, that magical number, all will go back to normal. Mm. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to apparent difficulties that I had tracking that video from CTV's TikTok account. And I don't know why yet. I thought, oh, we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, then we're going to get into, uh, what's the other stuff that I have on the menu here, people? Um, hold on, share screen. Let me see the, all the other stuff on the menu. Uh, Russian sanctions. Apparently people think, leaders think, uh, if you want to engage in conflict via direct conflict or through sanctions, uh, the other people aren't allowed engaging in this game of international chess. Uh, the European uh, Union now claiming that Putin is using energy as a weapon We'll get to it. Uh, what else? What else is on the menu? Okay, so we got uh, Justin Trudeau. Oh, and then... Um, oh, God. We are going to go into something that the CBC put out the other day. Uh, mate, the CBC is running hardcover, not just for the government, not for just for the Canadian government, but for the WEF, who some people might rightly think has been penetrated by the WEF because they've bragged about it so many times. It's an amazing thing now. When, when CBC runs cover for the WEF, it might just be an indirect way uh, for them to run cover for our government or our actual government. People can take that out of context and say that Viva is suggesting that the WEF is the de facto shadow government of Canada. They certainly seem to have infiltrated our cabinetry, and uh, they seem to be, if not dictating policy, at the very least, Recommending policy that our so penetrated members of parliament are enacting at the national level. We'll get there. Okay. But first and first and first, let's listen. Let's listen to this and let's make sure this gets amplified to the greatest extent possible. 
And um, people can see what's in store when you negotiate with people who are not negotiating in good faith. Let's do this. Coming from the Canadian Independent. Things to remember is COVID's not done with us yet. We might want to be done with it, but it's still around. And yes, we have. Oh, what witty repartee. We might want to be done with it, but it's not done with us. By the way, Justin Trudeau's not talking about COVID. He's talking about the government there. The government's not done with you yet, people. It never will be. But I will not interrupt. I'm going to let it play. I had to bring down the volume a little bit. The government will never be done with you. And COVID will always be the excuse. And when it's not a COVID emergency, it's going to be a climate emergency. It's going to be crime surgeons emergencies. It'll be, it'll be any emergency. Because this government is never done with you because... The things to remember is COVID's not done with us yet. We might want to be done with it, but it's still around. And yes, we have a lot more to... It's, I'm sorry, I said I'd stop interrupting. I can't. It's still around. It will always be around, Trudeau. It's a coronavirus. They've always been around. Go look at the back of Clorox bleach wipes. Go look at Lysol spray containers. There's a reason why it says it kills coronavirus before 2020, because coronavirus has always been around. COVID, in one form or another, will always be around. And so what you are basically saying here is you will never be done with us. And you want to own our bodies. Schools, a lot more understanding, a lot more knowledge on how to keep ourselves and our loved ones safe that have allowed us to get back to regular life in a lot of ways for a whole bunch of people. But we also know that as winter comes and as people get pushed back indoors, there is a real risk of another serious wave of COVID. One of the best things we can do I, to I prevent that wave, prevent the pressure on our healthcare system, prevent Provinces from having to take decisions around restrictions and mandates. Provinces having to take decisions to prevent overwhelming the healthcare system. The healthcare system, Trudeau, was overwhelmed well before COVID. 2018, Toronto had to shut down elective surgeries because the hospital was overwhelmed from a bad flu season. But, but rewrite history and just pretend that the overwhelming was somehow unique to COVID. It wasn't. Is to ensure that everyone is up to date in their vaccinations. Up to date. Take decisions around restrictions and well, COVID. One of the best things we can do to prevent that wave, prevent the pressure on our healthcare system, prevent provinces from having to take decisions around restrictions and mandates, is to ensure that everyone is up to date in their vaccination. Up to date, like you're a soft. The recommendation is, you know, you should uh, be up to date in your vaccinations if you have a, have had a dose within six months. Everyone who has been a while since their vaccination, today's vaccination, should look at the fact that we have new vaccines coming out this month that are tailored against Omicron that will provide better protection and everyone should get out and get vaccinated. If we are able to hit that 80, 85, 90% of Canadians up to date in their vaccinations, up to date. we'll have a much better winter with much less need for the kinds of restrictions and rules that were so problematic for everyone over the past years. But every step of the way, government's responsibility is to keep people safe, to prevent our healthcare systems from getting overwhelmed. And that's where individuals choosing to make sure they're up to date in their vaccinations with these new vaccines, He's going to help us all. The government's 
uh, responsibility is to make sure everyone stays healthy. So as I'm sorry, we'll have a much better winter. Step of the way, government's responsibility is to keep people safe, to prevent our healthcare systems from getting overwhelmed. And that's where to prevent our healthcare systems from getting overwhelmed. Y'all read this? No, thanks. No, thanks. Is this the right article? February 22nd, 2018. More surgeries postponed due to overwhelming number of flu cases. The, the government that is responsible for a failed collapsing public health care system, which predated COVID, is now saying it's their responsibility to ensure that in order to remedy their historical failures, failings, and continued failure, we need to now listen to what they're saying, do what they're saying, because somehow now they're more competent than they were four years ago when they were screwing everything up over the last 10 years. More elective surgeries are being postponed at two greater Toronto area hospitals as severe flu cases continue to overwhelm emergency departments and ICUs, City News has learned. This is 2018. 2022, two years into the pandemic, we are effectively being told that in order to remedy government incompetence, we now have to do what the government is saying. And by the way, uh, the COVID boosters? Uh, don't, don't listen to me, people. Don't listen to me. Listen to NBC News. Oh, the, 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 the tailored vax boosters, whatever they want to call them, they're available now. They just haven't been tested on humans. F FDA expected to authorize new COVID boosters without data from tests in people. I talked about this the other day. The lack of human data means officials likely won't know how much better the new shots are, if at all, until the fall booster campaigns is well underway. Is, is the data that they're not getting from having tested a booster shot on people who have been double vaccinated, is that data going to potentially include what impact a, a third shot might have on a human body? It's one thing, it's one thing to say, uh, we're going to release a shot without testing on humans to see if the shot in and of itself is more or less effective on the new strain. Some data that you will not be able to learn about how it impacts humans is what impact that shot would have on a human who has already had two shots, maybe even three shots prior. The efficiency of the shot itself is one thing. The cumulative impact on a human is something that you will not have by way of data until you've tested it on humans. So they say, okay, oh, they, want, they just want to write it off and say all that we're not going to know about this, 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 this booster is how well it's going to respond to the new variants. It might be more effective, less effective to the variants. That's what's going to be the result of not having tested it on humans. What's, what also is going to be the result is the cumulative impact that yet another shot might have on humans. But we don't need to worry about that because we're supposed to be um, treated like we're idiots where there can be no conceptual possible cumulative nefarious negative impact on a human from just one after the other after the other. We won't have that data. But Justin Trudeau is telling us that if we get to 
up to date, if we just get to 80, 85, 90% up to date, we won't have to lock you in your homes because the healthcare system's incapable of dealing with the problem because it's been incapable of dealing with it for decades, at least in Canada. Just get to 80, 85, 90%. Oh, why does that sound like Groundhog Day? Hence the, um, hence the uh, thumbnail for this, for this video. Why does that sound familiar? If we just get to 80, 85, 90%, things can go back to normal because we were told that already. We were already told that. Get to 80%, get to 85%, you get your lives back. We got there in Canada. Let me, let me just see if I can find... We got there in Canada in so many ways that even Trudeau himself acknowledged it. No thanks. Majority of truckers are vaccinated, Trudeau says, as Freedom Convoy heads to Ottawa. I didn't know this was from Rachel Gilmore. That's, that's ironic. January 24, 2022. Almost 90% of truckers in Canada are vaccinated, Trudeau said. Hey, and what happened there? We listened. Everyone listened to Trudeau. They got two of these shots in Canada. I think we were up to, I think we were up to like 80, 83% double vaccinated, fully vaccinated until they changed the terms. Hey, what happened there? Nothing. David Freyhead is allegedly on his fifth booster. <laughs> well, you got one thing, right? My name's David Freyhead. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and block you anyhow. That's, that's a bot, people. That's not... I don't know how they actually subscribe now. It's great. I don't want bot subscribers either. Um, we had gotten to... If it wasn't 90-some-odd percent... I thought it was 90%, but... Um, COVID tracker. What, look at this, people. Look at this. They changed the definitions of terms in real time, so nothing ever means anything. Words don't have lasting meaning. Principles have no lasting meaning. There's no immutable um moral standards listen to this this is covid tracker are we seeing the same thing here i think we are i hope i hope i'm being sufficiently linear uh but this is enraging as as it should be viva trudeau is about to go live to talk about saskatchewan stabbings it's 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 Falling apart. I would say it's falling apart at the seams, but it's being torn apart at the seams in Canada. I'll go, I'll go see what he has to say about that. And we'll, we'll talk about that briefly. I don't know when this is from, but it looks like it's up to date as of today. Look at this. 86.4, of Canadians received at least one dose. 82% of the population has received at least two, at least two doses. That means... Before they went ahead and just added the new word here, fully vaccinated. Just, uh, this meant that 82.5% of Canada was fully vaccinated. And now, just like that, moving goalposts because you're negotiating with someone who is negotiating in bad faith. Uh, it went from 82% fully vaccinated. Now, when you look up that number, it's only going to be 50% of Canada that's fully vaccinated. Because you got to jack up your body like you are a test tube, a guinea pig. My father brought us up with the principle that your body is a temple. And now our body has gone from being a temple to being a, an experimental test grounds for the government. And, and they, just, they just changed the word. Now it went overnight from 83% fully vaccinated 
to 50%. Oh, and just get that number back up to 80, 85, 90, like I said the last time. And you'll, you'll have a, you'll have, maybe I'll let you play outside this winter. It's egregious. And moreover, it's unscientific. And this guy sits here, Justin Trudeau, and he says it. It's the government's responsibility to keep you safe. You know what? No, it's not. It's the government's responsibility to have certain basic infrastructure at the ready for the population. It's my responsibility to keep my family safe. It's my father's responsibility and my mother's responsibility raising me as a child to keep me safe. Justin Trudeau is carrying himself like he's the father of all Canadians when he's selling a product to his own citizens. That, do you guys hear the dog whining in the background? She wants to eat, but she eats too early, and then she wakes me up at 6 o'clock in the morning to eat. Just get to 75, 80, 85. Like, like I said the last time, with a, with a booster that has not been tested on humans but don't worry, that's just, we're just not going to have the data if this booster is any more effective at all than the prior boosters. What, 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 what data are we going to have about the cumulative impact of a third, a fourth shot on humans? We'll find out when it happens, right, Obama? We're doing a clinical testing in real time on billions of people. Trudeau, I will never be up to date with what you are putting out there. And it is about time that people start uh, maybe thinking that we are not guinea pigs and we are not subjects to have our freedoms and our very lives uh controlled and dictated by a controlling dictator if you guys just do it i say maybe maybe i'll let you play hockey after eight o'clock this summer this winter sorry okay well that that i'm gonna play it one more time just through and i will not interrupt it uh, because we need to we need to hear it one last time, and then I'm going to uh, explain something else that happened here. Let's just play it from this one. A shorter, it's shorter, guys. Everyone should get out and get vaccinated. If we are able to hit that 80, 85, 90% of Canadians up to date in their vaccinations, up to date, we'll have a much better winter with much less need for the kinds of restrictions and rules that were so problematic for everyone over the past years. But every step of the way, government's responsibility is to keep people safe, to prevent our healthcare systems from getting overwhelmed. And that's where individuals choosing to make sure they're up to date in their vaccinations with these new vaccines is gonna help us all get through it and keep life uh, open and free the way we want it to be. <laughs> like now, Justin Trudeau, where Canadians can't go to Canada uh, without having to go into two weeks quarantine if they're not fully vaccinated or members of the same family can't get into the country if one of them is not vaccinated and not Canadian or what I lived through five months curfew what I lived through kids not being able to play soccer after school because they weren't fully vaccinated and didn't show their QR code like some guinea pig cattle oh yeah oh yeah I, I don't think Justin Trudeau knows what uh, he knows. He, he knows what a free society is supposed to be. He loves this. And by the way, the longer this goes on, the longer nobody discusses his lack of ethics, corrupt government. This is the thing that I wanted to highlight, by the way. Uh, I deleted a tweet this morning because I put out a sassy, sarcastic tweet uh, to CTV, CTV News, because that's where this video, I had seen it on a TikTok from CTV News, but I couldn't find the original video. I went to CTV News TikTok account 
And it just was not there. It was not there. Uh, let me just show this. And uh, I thought, it's, it's still not there through the link that I can get. When I went to their account, I, I scrolled through because I wanted to see where was this video? Where was Justin Trudeau actually saying these things? And this is the, what I see when I go to TikTok, CTV News on my phone. The video was just not there. Then, because I still, someone sent me a link and said, no, the, the, it's right, the link is right here. And they sent me a link to a desktop version. I went to the desktop version, the desktop version, and it's still, when I clicked on it, this, uh, 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 this is, we're getting ahead of it. When I clicked on it, it said video not available. And so I put out a tweet that said, uh, CTV News, did you guys delete this video? Because I can't seem to find it on your TikTok feed. Um, and if you did, did Justin Trudeau ask you to delete it? Because I, I looked at this video and I said, my goodness, no, nobody's going to want people seeing this video. Uh, it, it, it looks terrible because it is terrible. And I thought CTV News had deleted it uh, to protect their Trudeau. Um, let me see if I can just find the, 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 the part where I became extremely, and I still don't know why I can't, when I click on the link, uh, it says video not available. When you click from the desktop to the app, hold on, hold on, hold on, just to show my homework. Here we go. This, this is it right here. Okay. Boom. Share, share. Anyway, I deleted the, I deleted the tweet because I'm not sure if they deleted it. It seems that other people can still view it. This is what I saw. You go to the desktop version and you can see it on a desktop. Go to the app. Video isn't available. And I don't know if it's a geographic thing. I don't know if it's been geographically restricted. All that I know I could not find this video on their TikTok from my geographic location. But I don't know if they deleted it. So um, I deleted that tweet and clarified on the Twitterverse. But everyone should share that around. Screen grab, save it. Uh, because um, it, it's, it's almost like they think we forgot that they told us this a year and a half ago when they were getting us to choose to get vaccinated. Just get, if we get to 90%, you get your life back. Oh, we got to 90%. Well, now that number's back down to 50 because we literally, it's like, it's like splitting a stock. It's, it would be fraud on the stock market. Buy the stock, buy the stock. When it, when it gets to 90 cents, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna give you your money back. Oh, what's that? It's at 90 cents? Well, we're gonna, issue, we're gonna issue twice as many stocks right now and we're just gonna have the value. It just went back down to 50 cents. When you get it back to 90 cents, you can cash out. Promise you. I promise. <sighs> okay. Let me go into the chat and see what, uh, let me see what, someone said something that, I, no, no, I so I saw the video. The question is, where did you see the video? Because apparently it's still on their Instagram. And uh, I, I could see the video from desktop. And then when I would click to the app, uh, it would tell me video isn't available. And anyway, it does, the other thing is, it doesn't really matter. The video should live in infamy. Try using a VPN. Well, maybe I might have one of these sponsorships. NordVPN, ExpressVPN. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see what happens in the future. Uh, anyways, that, that's, that's the latest from Justin Trudeau. Just, you know, do what he says now, like he said the last time, and you get your freedoms back. Because your freedoms are not God-given. They are Trudeau bequeathed. They are Trudeau privileges. They're not God-given rights. 
Well then, hashtag let's go Brandon. Uh, what do we got here? What did they think will happen? Slap sanctions to Russia. Russia will just cut energy to those who depend on it. This is merely cause and effect. We will get there. We'll get there. I'm not your buddy guy. I think many people like WEF and Gates Foundation are taking Kingsman's Secret Service as an instructional instruction manual rather than a piece of entertainment. Kingsman's Secret Service. I remember one scene from that movie, but I have not seen the entire movie. If that's the scene with that church scene, that's the only scene I ever saw from the movie. Look up Glenn Beck's video about Winnipeg. It, it makes me genuinely upset and genuinely sad to see what's going on. And we'll, we'll get to Winnipeg a, a little bit. Read The Real Anthony Fauci. I've, I've listened to it. It's worse than the most paranoid of us ever suspected. It is. The only question is how you write it off. People have to write it off and just say, oh, it's Robert F. Kennedy. He's a, he's a conspiracy theorist. Nothing in that book can be true. Viva, what about Canadians who support these measures? They voted for this. I'm on your side on this, but I just don't understand the mentality of the citizenry. Why keep supporting this? I don't know. John Diaz, I don't know. And I know smart people who still support this. I know smart people who have personally, or at the very least, immediately experienced the nefarious side effects from this. I, I, don't know what to, I don't know what to think. I think people are just... There are days when I would just like to rinse my brain and then just go back to whatever it was I was doing five years ago. I would rather not, I would rather not know the degree to which uh, the system is rotten and corrupt to the core and, and pervertedly so. And I think people just, they can't accept it. It's like, it's like understanding you've been lied to your entire life. Uh, it is easier to just continue living with the lie. Yeah, they'll, they'll do it. Jack up their kids. Five months up. What do you think will happen if Biden wins again? I was talking about this with somebody. What's going to happen if um, if um, if it's you know if if Democrats gain in in November? We'll see. I mean, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I ate my own work. That's from um, Austin Powers, and that's. Welcome to the membership. It has some privileges, but I've been very, I've been a little not, not up to date on privileges. Daphne Devine, 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 Viva, did you read about the highest death rate to, uh, to happening in Alberta? Oh, okay. Oh, hold on. I did. We did talk about it on this channel a while back. Unknown causes of death. Now the leading cause of death in Alberta. Alberta. Unknown cause of death leading. I'll just bring it up for you here. It's we've we've talked about it, but uh, deaths of unknown causes. There we go. Okay, sorry. I got I got to make sure I get the terminology correct. It's just it's a, it's a bizarre thing. It, it could have multiple explanations, but at the very least, let's just know that we know it. Deaths with unknown causes. Now Alberta's top killer. Ill-defined and unknown causes is the leading cause of death in Alberta. I, I'd like to see the breakdown in terms of age demographic of those who are given that cause of death. Ill-defined and unknown causes, says I as I take a sip from what many believe to be liquid poison. In fairness to Red Bull, it has... Um, it has a lot of niacin, which is good for you. Vitamin B6, 250%, which is good for the brain. 
added sugars, 53%. That's, that's, that's too much sugar. I shouldn't be doing that. Okay. Uh, Alberta is reporting an unprecedented increase in ill-defined and unknown causes of death for 2021. In 2021, the category is now is leading the way over dementia. That might make sense since, you know, despite all the measures that Canada implemented to lock people down, shut their businesses down, it, it actually did very little to protect those who were most at risk, those in long-term healthcare facilities. So given that of the 40,000 deaths that occurred in Canada, we know that 80%, give or take, occurred around or in healthcare long-term healthcare facilities, they, there, a lot of people with dementia probably died over the last two years that was attributed to COVID. So that, that might be an explanation there. Um, it overtook dementia, which has been the top spot since 2016, and, and COVID. It overtook COVID, which has been adding to the death tally in the province in a big way. It's un, it's un, who, can't figure it out. Can't figure it out. Um, yeah, so that's it. The unknown causes of death, I know, I know reflexively, uh, you know, people want to or, or tend to immediately attribute it to a specific medical procedure. There are a number of ways where a number of things factoring together can come to play where it's not necessarily the jab. It could be increased suicide, although that wouldn't go under unknown causes. Um, stress, heart conditions, it could be related to the virus there's a number of ways where that can be a, 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 a number of fa factors, a confluences, confluence. What's the word again? I always mess that word up. A convergence of factors and not just one specific cause. So always important to remain skeptical, even of what we might fear to be true or, you know, think to be true. So there's that. Um, but don't expect don't expect the mainstream media of Canada to be jumping on um, telling us the bad news anytime soon. Everything now has to be spun, warped, misrepresented. You know, global warming. It's it's climate change that's causing um, all of these things. It's definitely not something else. And you know, speaking of um, mainstream Canadian media, government subsidized propaganda coming out of Canada. And this will bring us into, let me just see where it is. Um, okay, that's not it. Oh, what is going on here? Okay, it's not a cons. Oh, here we go, here we go. Speaking of which, we've just got it. We've just got to see this. This is, this is the CBC's original tweet. I've got, and I've got to say, it doesn't happen very often. Uh, and I don't even think ratio is the word. I posted a response to this tweet that got five times more retweets than their original tweet. And, and look at that. In incognito, you don't even see it. This is the, and, and this is not a question of like, I feel it's, it's such stupidity. All that I'm very satisfied with is that a great many people, if they didn't already know, now know something that they would not have known they needed to know had they just relied on this tweet and this article. CBC News. In the course of the glo global COVID-19 pandemic, the WEF has become a popular target for conspiracy theorists. It's, it's conspiracy theory. There's nothing, it's nothing true about it. You're, you're a crazy nutcase. It's like you're, you're crazy Uncle Dave. If you say these things, this is their tweet. And 
the majority of their brain-dead indoctrinated followers will not even click through to the article itself. And they'll just say, oh, yeah, that, 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 that WEF conspiracy. Oh, anybody, anybody saying anything about WEF is a crazy conspiracy theorist. They've been radicalized. They're ideologically motivated extremism, according to the government. Let's see what the article says very briefly. World Economic Forum official. Oh, by the way, do you see the, the subtle change here, by the way? In the course, th this is CBC's statement. They're not quoting anybody. In this headline, in the course of the global uh, COVID-19 pandemic, the WEF has become a popular target for conspiracy theorists. It would sound like it's CBC making that statement, which would give it a little more authority. It would give it a little more authority to people who read the CBC because they'll say, oh, it's not an interested party making that self-serving statement. It's my news. It's my authority saying it. So it must be even truer because it's an independent media company making the statement. Oh, but then just then we just then we go click on it and oh wait a minute. It's the World Economic Forum official who says Canada has bigger issues to discuss than conspiracy theories. Oh, now it seems to be somewhat attenuated. It's no longer it, when you get to the article, it's actually a little bit weaker than the CBC making the statement, but they're not lying because that's what the article says. Oh, so if you say the CBC said it, well they, no, just read the article. We didn't say it. We were just quoting the guy. In the course of the global COVID-19 pandemic, the WEF has become a popular target for conspiracy theorists, says a guy affiliated with the WEF. Adrian Monk responds to criticism, disinformation campaigns targeting the WEF. Peter Zemanjic, a senior official with the WEF, says Canada should be talking about more important things than conspiracy theories targeting his organization. What, what, are, those, what are those conspiracy theories? Adrian Monk, managing director of the WEF, also urges that politicians espousing those theories should ask themselves whether they're spreading disinformation coming from bad actors. Hmm. Yes, it's not just the people that are conspiracy theorists. Any politician who's doing it, maybe they should be kicked out of office. Maybe they should have their social media platforms uh, taken down. Can't have them spreading disinformation coming from bad actors. Canada should be talking about a lot of things right now. It really shouldn't be talking about the World Economic Forum based here in Geneva. Why not? Excuse me, why not? You're telling me that I can't talk about you, Monk? Why not? Oh, because you don't necessarily want people knowing about your 2030 agenda, which is black and white on your own documents, on your own website. You know, there are bigger issues, really, for, uh, for it to be thinking about. Are you telling Canada what are the bigger issues for Canadians to be thinking about and talking about? That, okay, that handheld chainsaw looks kind of cool. In the course of the global, global COVID-19 pandemic, the WEF has become a popular target for conspiracy theorists. It began when an opinion article published in 2016 on the WS website entitled, Welcome to 2030, I Own Nothing, Have No Privacy, and Life Has Never Been Better, and intended, its author says, as a discussion about some of the pros and cons of the current technological development. Started getting some attention in 2020. Hmm. Those opinion pieces, let me just, let me just, let me just grab this for a second. We're going to see if it's actually an opinion piece. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to this in a second. Um, <laughs> it gets better. 
Uh, These opinion pieces represent two of a number of diverse viewpoints, the WEF commissions and publishes. So they commission and publish something. That's good. Some might call that, if you commission something, it's not an opinion piece. It's a, it's a corporate policy. You, you pathological double speaking liars. The Great Reset has since morphed into a conspiracy theory claiming that a cabal of global elites is planning to remake society to eliminate private property and impose an authoritarian global regime. Monk said the, quote, Great Reset is really just an idea that grew out of the pandemic when world governments were pouring billions of dollars into keeping the economy afloat. Oh, let's just go back to this opinion piece on the World Economic Forum. Welcome to 2030. I own nothing, have no privacy, and life has never been better. Oh, is that an opinion piece or is that a manufacturing consent piece? Is that trying to convince people that this policy, when it gets pushed, is for the greater good? It might seem odd to you, but it makes... Let's just see if, if there's... Um... I, 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 I don't even... It's, it's just... Author's note, some people have read this blog as my utopia or dream of the future. It is not. It is a scenario showing where the world could be heading, for better or for worse. Oh, I wrote this piece to start a discussion about some of the pros and cons of what the World Economic Forum stands for and disposes by way of belief. Let's just do one thing here. Uh... I want to get this from their website. Oh, no, no. It was right there. It was right on the bottom. Sorry. Remember, people, who are you going to believe? Them or your own lying guys? Reject cookies. The Great Reset. The pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. Professor Klaus Schwab, founder of the founder and executive chairman, World Economic Forum. The pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. What did what did the CBC say about this? The Great Reset has since morphed into a conspiracy theory claiming that a cabal of global elites is planning to remake society. What the hell did I just read with my own eyes? CBC. So CBC runs this article. They, 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 they post this tweet. I need to see my response in the thread. It gets 200 and, let's say 330, 340 retweets. Let's just see how far down they bury uh, the response, which is more popular than the tweet itself. You lying propagandist political hacks. It's stated policy. It's on their website. And your boss, Justin Trudeau, his henchwoman, Christia Freeland, and Justin's water carrier, Jagmeet Singh, are all on board. In Freeland's case, quite literally, she's on the WEF Board of Trustees. And here you have the Great Reset. You got that little, that little part right there. The pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world, says Klaus Schwab. Here we got Justin Trudeau. So handsome, so dreamy. Uh, Justin's vision of Canada is a country where everyone has a real and fair chance to succeed. All right, you can go on and read that. Then you got Christia Freeland. Uh, I, I, I cut and pasted her, her bio there. This is the last part. 
She is a member of the forum's board of trustees. Our deputy prime minister of Canada is on the board of trustees of the WEF, which has as a stated policy, it's not, a, it's not an opinion piece, that the COVID pandemic was a great opportunity to reset the world. And then you got Jugmeet Singh here. He's got a beautiful bio also. Yeah. Who are you going to believe? Your lying eyes or what they're telling you. And this response got fantastic. I love it. 1,600 plus retweets. Um, they don't, they, they just, they, they want people to be um, idiots. They want people to be blind and they want people to just <laughs> assume. Like they, CBC thinks it's the New York Times and in a great many ways it is. Those who don't know better still regard it as the standard of news coming out of Canada, New York Times, mutatis mutandis out of the States. It is a corrupt, politicized institution, purveyors of misinformation, disinformation for the benefit of the government. You know, in the States, it was Operation Mockingbird that saw intelligence infiltrate and uh, weaponize the New York Times and media at large. In Canada, it's not Operation Mockingbird. It's just Operation, here's a billion dollars of public funding annually to the CBC and Radio Canada. In Canada, it's Operation Buy You Off with $600 million in bailout to the media. Uh, so every, everybody should know that, if, if you didn't already know that. I'm not pulling up the, the, the video that made the rounds of Klaus Schwab bragging about how he has penetrated almost half of the cabinet of Canada. Oh, so I think I might have to bring that up now, because otherwise, once we're, once we're in it, let's just get all of it done at the same time so that uh, when I clip and snip this segment, put onto Viva Clips, it'll all be there. Klaus Schwab, Schwab how do we spell Schwab? Penetrated Canadian cabinet. Uh, I, I know a lot of you have seen it. There it is. It's right there. It's right in front of my face. Don't you stupid, you stupid Ashlochen. The government is doing nothing to Canada. WEF is just a concept. It's not a thing. It's just an idea. They're not trying to reshape the world. It's conspiracy theory. Uh, they just have it as stated policy on their website. They have members of our government on their board of trustees. And since they go ahead and Honestly, say... Honestly, I don't know why the f They go ahead and say things like this. Mudwater. I might also want to contemplate that. Get out of here. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not doing the whole, the whole thing. There is the one-minute clip. I think it's right here. When I mention our names, like Mrs. Merkel, uh, that's, that's in the video. even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of oh, the yeah. World Economic Forum. Very good, very good. Yeah. But um, Canada. what we are very proud of is Canada. Now, the young generation, like yes. uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, Christian Freeland, President of, uh, of uh, Argentina and so on, so we penetrate the cabinets. Mm. Oh. So yesterday I was at a, me, at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau. And I... Billion dollar organization. I don't know how much they're worth. They can't get their audio right? Well, knows that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our actually young global leaders of the world. Right. Form. By the way, can, can we appreciate what... Freudian slip came out of his mouth there. They didn't transcribe it. I, I, he says from, but he said for, ah, uh, for. Uh, half of the sky. Trudeau. And I know that 
half of this cabinet or even more half of uh, half of this cabinet are for our oh. actually young oh. leaders of the world economic right. forum. Oh. Are for he was going to say are for the World Economic Forum. Most than half of them. Nothing to see here, people. Nothing to see here. Just go ahead and listen to CBC. Lie to you, spit in your face, and tell you it's raining. Yeah, he slapped that mic. Slap it a mic. Slap that mic hard. I mean, I don't even know where the mic is for him to be. It was on his groin or something. Like anyhow, more important than the blasting out of the ears for anyone who's wearing headphones is what was said. So yeah, don't, uh, don't 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 listen to the CBC. It's conspiracy theory, people. They haven't penetrated more than half of the Canadian cabinet. They're not for. Uh, oh, sorry, they're from the WEF Young Global Leaders. I mean, Young Global Leaders sounds a lot like something else from another era that involved youth and getting them to you know um, pledge their allegiance to a certain. Schmittler individual. It sounds like young global leaders of Klaus Schwab. You know, it has a rhyme to Hitler Youth. I mean, it's. I'm not saying they're the same thing. Just say when when you're talking about young global leaders, uh, you know, who are for our, our vision of the world. It does sound like the type of indoctrination that came with indoctrinating youth once upon a time. The only difference now, these young global leaders are prime ministers. Deputy generals, the government of nations. That means more than half of our government uh, has been penetrated by the WEF. But you should totally, totally listen to the CBC. It's conspiracy theory. Check out the Duran's interview of the Hunter Biden laptop repairman. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to try to get the. the I'm going to try to get his contacts and get him on the channel. I was watching the Duran earlier today, um, but I only caught the part where they were talking about the FBI. Anyone can watch the promotional videos of the WEF and they say everything the MSM says is a conspiracy theory. Well, I think in this one segment that I will snip and clip and put onto Viva Clips, um, this will allow anybody who's still in denial to understand it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a freaking reality, period. And if you don't like it to the point where you have to write it off as a conspiracy theory... Uh, I think it's probably time to start voting accordingly. The only question is, can you actually get any members of Canadian Parliament who have not been penetrated by the Klaus Schwab? It seems that everyone has been penetrated by the loving, giving arm of Klaus Schwab. Plus, path oh, oh, PLOS Pathogen is a leading medical journal. Everyone needs to see their new study about... I see mRNA is messenger... Uh, messenger... I forget what RNA stands for, lipid nanoparticles and their long half-life. Check out Yuval Noah Harari. Oh, yeah. The, oh, my God. Listening to that guy talk about, in, 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 what did he say? Like, basically controlling evolution. A more powerful than God. Right-hand man has, you know what? Hold on. Let me see if I can get it here. Stop that. I want to get, how do I, I need, okay, Noah Harari. We're going to do it right now because it's, 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 it's definitely worth it's definitely worth, um, hold on, I want to get this out of here. Uh, Noah Harari. There's just so many of these clips that, you know, people do their homework and they, and they dig them up and you find them and they put them in front of your face. They like, they cook the meal, they plate it, they put it in front of your face and there are still some people who are just too lazy to reach down and feed themselves. They need to be spoon-fed information 
the way you guys remember a clockwork orange when um when the bad guy at the end he's lying in the hospital after he tried to kill himself because he had been uh, you know brainwashed through the whole the whole thing and the guy who was in, in charge of the plan is is feeding him and that the guy who was a criminal the entire movie who you've actually sort of grown to feel bad for because of how they tortured him he's sitting there and like he won't even feed himself he just opens his mouth as the government apologizes for what they did he goes and then they spoon feed him and there's people out there who refuse to even consume the information that has been filtered down, whittled down for their own benefit. They won't even open their mouths. Is his name Noah Harari? Uh, yeah, hacking humans. That's it right there. It's a hacking of a human. I just don't want to listen to the entire thing. Transhumanism. It's funny. Transhuman. I remember people calling a certain AJ a conspiracy theorist for talking about transhumanism, but when, uh, you know, scientists at the WEF talk about it. Let me see here. Ah, I picked the wrong one. Here is this. Noah Yivali. Here. And how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. Now, how exactly will the future masters of the planet look like? This will be decided it's just an opinion by the piece, people, people who own the data. Now, why is data so important? It's important to the laws of natural selection and to the laws of organic biochemistry. But this is now about to change. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds. Me. But our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds. Can you imagine? The IBM cloud. The- he's basically saying he's more, he wants to be more powerful than God. I mean, if you believe in God, but if you don't believe in God as a concept, as a, you know, evolution, nature, Microsoft science. cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. And at the same time, science may enable life after being confined for 4 billion years to the limited realm of organic compounds, science may enable life to break out into the inorganic realm. Humans are now hackable animals. I'll I'll put this montage. The the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election, or whether in the supermarket this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. <laughs> okay, so anyhow, you, you, could, you guys can go look at that here. I don't know whose montage that was, but you can go look up what this guy said. Talking about hacking humans. It's all conspiracy theory, though. It's just, it's just theoretical, you know. Okay, so uh, CBC, running cover for the WEF, the same way they run cover for the government that subsidizes them. Because at the end of the day, the separation between the two might not be as much as it should be. The hubris. Yeah. Don't hack me, bro. Where was the... Here we go. That's what I wanted to bring. Okay. Before we get into the next subject, super chat time. Did you cover how Fiona Hill admitted to there being a legitimate truce to be held in April? So they flew Bojo in there to F it all up and keep 
killing Ukrainians and Russians. What great people. No, but I mean, I, it's, you know, we're, we're going to get into that when we talk about the, um, when we talk about the sanctions. Uh, that, that might be the next subject. It's, it's the old expression, war is fought with other people's children. The people, the people who said this is an existential crisis, you cannot negotiate with Putin. So we're just going to have to use innocent Ukrainian civilians as tools and as um, pawns in our proxy war against Russia. James Lindsay put out a four-hour podcast about social-emotional learning. That's part of what Yuval is talking about. They are data-mining kids. Okay. Let me just go to see if there's anything on Rumble. By the way, people, I got a new case, so I don't have the pink case anymore, which makes it very hard for me to find my phone when I misplace it. But I got a little pop-it thing here. So there's that. I won't, I won't drop it as much. <laughs> I bought, it, it'll be harder for me to find it, but I may not drop it as much. Okay, let me just go see if there's anything happening on Rumble. There's nearly 2,000 people watching on, on Rumble. Orange man Gator Bait said, I agree, Viva, exactly what's going on. R. Graceful says the people who protested against tyranny on January 6th are patriots. Biden is a lying crook. Who... <laughs> the second part of that sentence was uh, not funny. And uh, the Ashley Biden diary, which is now the authenticity of which, not the authenticity, authenticity of the statements in it, the authenticity of the diet, the diet, the diary itself has been confirmed. All right, you know what? Let's let's do let's just very very quickly talk about the um, the sanctions on Russia. Russia is using energy as a as a weapon. This is from Reuters, and it's in the section called "No Duh." September second, twenty twenty two. The story is, I guess, you know, it's, it's it's not a new story. Trump was warning about it when back in 20, 2018. Russia using energy as a weapon. White House says about Nord Stream shutdown. No SHIT. We're, we're going to get into this. Just get, let's get the facts straight. We, we know what's going on in, in Germany, Europe, facing serious uh, energy crisis for this coming winter. Moscow is using as a Moscow is using energy as a tool to pressure Europe. The White House said about the delayed return of Gazprom's Nord Stream 1 natural gas pipeline as Europe gets closer to a ban on, imp on oil imports from Russia. Can we appreciate, like, I, uh, so nobody gets angry with me and calls me a Putin apologist. I will operate on the basis that Putin is evil. I'll, 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 okay, I will, I will grant your premise uh, for those who say this. Putin is the new Schmittler. Let's, let's, let's go there. What do you think an Adolf would do if you sanction modern-day uh, Yahtzee Germany? What do you think an evil, pathological, authoritarian tyrant would do if another country sanctions that country? What? They're evil. They're, they're tyrants. They're genocidal. You think they're just going to say, oh, we're sorry? Here, we're, we're going to continue supplying you energy while you ban imports from our country to yours. Oh, I'm sorry, you, you, want, you want to sanction us and prevent us from being able to operate our economy? I'm, a, I'm an evil authoritarian dictator. 
You think I'm going to continue selling to you what you need, what I know that you need, while you're preventing me from selling what I want to sell for my own economy? I mean, you have to be the most entitled millennial baby to think that this is how conflict works. And the way they describe it here, listen to this. Moscow is using energy as a tool as Europe gets close to banning on, uh, as you as Europe gets closer to a ban on oil oh I'm sorry is Europe not using energy as a tool while accusing Russia of using energy as a tool you might think you're entitled to do it because I'll grant you even according to your own logic worse than Hitler you are using energy as a tool though while accusing your enemy of using energy as a tool oh and by the way oh because it's going to hurt you more than it hurts them now all of a sudden they can't fight energy with energy. It is unfortunately not surprising that Russia continues to use energy as a weapon against European consumers. Oh, well, I'm sorry. What are you, your sanctions against Russia? Uh, does that not affect Russian consumers, Russian citizens? This is, this is how children fight. They punch and then say, you can't punch back. They punch, then get punched back and then they go crying. What, what you think Putin is an existential threat. What the hell did you think he was going to do when you started slapping sanction after sanction on Russia? What, what did you think they were, he was going to do? A national yada, yada, yada. Russia scrapped a Saturday deadline to resume flows of the line, deepening Europe's problems in securing fuel for the upcoming winter. Gazprom, the state-controlled company with a monopoly on Russian gas exports via pipeline, said on Friday it could not safely restart deliveries to Europe until it had fixed an oil leak found in a vital turbine. It did not give a new time frame. In punitive measures on Russia for its invade... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so Russia's not giving natural gas to Europe. But this, you're not using... Europe is not using energy as a weapon. It's punitive measures. In punitive measures on Russia for its invasion of Ukraine, the European Union expects to ban crude oil exports from Russia in early December. Oh, I'm sorry. You want us to sell you some stuff while you ban us from selling other stuff. Oh, and refined products for two months later. On Friday, the group of seven formally agreed to impose a price cap on Russian oil aimed at slashing revenues from Moscow's war while keeping oil flowing to global markets. Oh, that's, 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 how, that's how war works, right? That's how chess works. When you're playing chess with somebody, uh, only the child thinks that they get to move twice for their opponent's one move. The, the NSC, as a result of these efforts, European gas storage will be fully, will be full by the critical winter. Okay, whatever. So that's, that's the news. It, it's just, it, it's, it's mind blowing that, that these are the, this is how the decision makers think. We're going to slap sanctions on a, on a totalitarian, authoritarian, existential threat to humanity. And then, and then feign outrage when he quite literally fights sanctions with de facto sanctions. And, and by the way, you don't have to love Putin or even like Putin. And that's why I say I'll grant the premise for the sake of this argument that Putin is everything his detractors say he is. You think he wasn't going to do this? You think now you get to impose sanctions and he's just going to say, I'm going I'm to whittle up and die? Okay, if you're a millennial child who has never had any experience with the real world. The countries using sanctions as a weapon 
and actual weapons, by the way, sorry, actual weapons as weapons, I mean, in the, in the order of billions. So they sanctioned Russia, they armed the Ukraine, and now they're accusing Putin of using energy as weapons, even if we operate on the basis that Putin is guilty. Does Europe expect Russia to continue to supply energy to Europe while Europe imposes sanctions on Russia and continues to arm its neighbor? And then, so, so, and someone said, and it's a legitimate question. Let me just see if I can find it in the incognito mode. What would I say? What would you do about you about his war in Ukraine? You know, do you just let him get away with it? Uh, do you do you let Putin get away with what some would call an illegal invasion of Ukraine, as though you know, as though it's not part of a broader, longer-lasting conflict of the east of the Ukraine? What would you do? At the risk of calling me a Chamberlain, because anybody anybody who thinks that Putin is uh, Adolf will know that you can't negotiate with Adolf because you'll just be the Chamberlain of today. Peace in our time, and then shortly thereafter, invasion of Poland. What would I say? I wouldn't use Ukrainian civilians to fight what might be arguably a losing war, using innocent civilians as pawns in a what is admitted now to be a proxy war between the West and Russia. What would I do? I would I would pressure people to sit down and uh, discuss and negotiate and maybe determine what the issues are. You know, maybe maybe argue a ceasefire. You, 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 we've gotten ceasefires in the Middle East. You can get a ceasefire in the east of of, of Ukraine. Uh, you know, maybe revisit the political platform on which Zelensky was elected, and you know. When all else fails, then maybe you can resort to what was not the last resort in this conflict, but the first resort, and gleefully so. Hey, the, the West using Ukraine to fight a proxy war, it's, 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 all, it's, it's all playing poker with someone else's money for the West. They don't have to risk their civilians. They don't have to risk their soldiers. And they get to sell a buttload of military arms and aid to the Ukraine, which is good for business. It's a win-win-win for the West. It's a loss, loss, loss for Ukraine and for Putin. Unclear as of now if it's been a net loss or a net positive. But one thing is for certain, it's a massive net loss for Ukraine and European civilians as a whole. But Putin's not playing fair. We called him a genocidal tyrant, and now we're complaining that he's not playing fair. That's some short-sighted policy right there that's coming to bite European civilians, citizens in the ass. Um, and, you know, at the risk of, 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 it's not a question of being callous. It's a question of being realistic. You decide you're either going to fight every regional conflict throughout the world, or you're going to pick and choose, or you're going to do it as an absolute last resort. But people, you know, in as much as uh, intervening in the Russia-Ukrainian conflict uh, is a moral imperative to some, hey, why not the Uyghurs in China? Why not? Um, trying to think of why not Libya? Why not human trafficking in Libya? You just you, you want to pick and choose which which conflicts you decide to turn into global wars. There's a probably a good reason for that, and it probably has nothing to do with morality. Ah, harumph, harumph. It just feels like it's one harumph after another. Now, I'm, I'm, no, stra I'm, no, I'm no military strategy master. I can just tell you one thing. If Putin is what you think he is, 
then maybe you want to govern yourself accordingly. But the bottom line, the people making these decisions, uh, they, they cloak it in benevolence. They, uh, it's no skin off their teeth. All of those European politicians are going to have more than enough food to eat, more than enough wine to drink, more than enough hot uh, Christmas fireplace dinners. It's not them that's going to suffer. It, it never is the political elite that suffer for the wars that they wage. Okay. Seems that the, the dog agrees with me, people. What the heck is she barking about? <laughs> All right, let me see what else is going on on the uh, back burner here because we had one more story that I know. I don't know. I don't know what the dog. Oh, I know what it is. There's a dog that passes our house pretty much every day at about five o'clock. Pudge has never met her. Pudge hates her. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I don't even know if the dog is a girl or a boy. Pudge sits there howling at this one dog in particular that that, um, <laughs> that dog is losing her mind. No, no, it, no, no. I, I know exactly what's happening. I, it's, it's virtually every day this dog passes by. I went out once to see if, you know, I could finally let Pudge see the dog. The owner didn't think uh, my dog looked too friendly. I'm not sure the owner's dog's too friendly either. Okay. So that's, 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 that's you. I mean, I just want to see what the chat says. It's like, the thing is, just, people want to moralize the discussion. And they want to say, oh, Putin, you're a Putin apologist. Uh, oh, were, you, 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 you would have negotiated with Hitler. Uh, I'll just say, the, the first thing is the, the reflexive comparison, other than being uh, absurdly, absurdly uh, inaccurate if if putin were if putin were a hitler uh this 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 conflict in the ukraine would look a lot different now that's not to say he's a good man uh the the the, the funny false dichotomy in this is unless you say putin is equal to hitler uh it means you say he's a good person trustworthy and all this and all that uh so I, the comparison itself is radically oversimplified um you know godwin's law for a reason uh, what was I just about to say? Now I forgot the, to I, for I forgot where I was at that. What was I just, what was I just saying? <sighs> I forgot. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely lost track halfway through. Um, vote for Eric Duhem in Quebec, leader of the conservative party of Quebec. Absolutely the only person to vote for if I were to vote. Don't tell anybody who to vote for, but um, so let me see here. What oh, it was about negotiating peace with Hitler. I forget, it doesn't matter. We're done. I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna remember it. Oh, dog barking at neighbor dog. It's and it happens. I mean, it's it's the same pe people are on schedules. Okay. V, why are neo-Marxist Democrats instituting their Green New Deal, virtue signaling, grooming machinations at such supernatural speed at the peril of losing the seats of societal upheaval, energy crisis? Hold on. Put the dog down here. Um, I, I think it's an act of desperation. It's like, it's like uh, they, they, they feel that they might, they might be losing regardless. So just make the, make the push. Like in Gattaca, just try to swim right across the water, even if they 
are not certain they can make it. Just that's the, it's the only way. Mad dash, mad dash, and try to do by brute force what they thought could be done with, um, you know, subtly over time. But uh, I, 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 the public sentiment is changing. Public public knowledge is changing, and I just hope to some degree that I have a, um, you know, some some small influence on that. All right, check this out. Getting back to Canada for a second. Listen to this. Listen to this here. This is this is so authentic, by the way. It's just, is this the one that I was talking about? Dr. Supriya Sharma on why Health Canada pursued a vaccine tailored to Omicron variant. Is Health Canada authorizing a shot that targets the BA1 strain of Omicron? We know that Dr. Sharma, why is Health Canada authorizing a shot that targets the BA1 strain of Omicron? We know that regulators in the U.S. just gave the green light to a bivalent that targets BA5, which is the strain that's dominant right now. Why are we going in a different direction right now? Well, first of all, what we're doing is that this bivalent vaccine that we're all looking at is really targeting the original strain as well as the Omicron strain. Now, there's different subvariants of that Omicron strain, and there's been different approaches to which vaccines people are going to look at first. We're looking at BA1. Um, a lot of other countries have, have also done the same, taken the same approach. So the UK, uh, Europe has as well, Australia, uh, Switzerland. And that was also based on a lot of conversations we had internationally about which which variant vaccine we would we would pursue. So that's... All right, forget this. This was not what I wanted to show. It, it goes on. It I'd like this. to talk about... What it, today, what I'd like to talk about is what a bivalent vaccine is and does and why it's important in the next phase of the pandemic. Listen to this. Up to now, all authorized COVID-19 vaccines in Canada have targeted one strain of the virus, the original SARS-CoV-2 virus from 2019. These vaccines have served us well over time and continue to be very effective at preventing what matters most, severe illness, hospitalization, mm. and death. And continue to be very effective at preventing what matters most, severe illness, hospitalization, and death. Uh, it, 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 when was this, by the way? I don't have the date on this. This was an old tweet. Oh, th this is what they say now. As, just move the goalposts. What she said once upon a time was, the vaccines approved by Health Canada will greatly reduce the chances of getting COVID transmission and death and continue to be very effective at preventing what matters most, severe illness, hospitalization and death and continue to be very effective at preventing what matters most, severe illness, hospitalization and death. With billions of vaccine administered around the world, we now have more knowledge about how vaccines respond to new variants. And with the Omicron variant now circulating, we know that the existing vaccines can be less effective or wane over time. This looks as authentic as saccharin. And it's, she's totally not reading a pre-prepared statement. This is totally information with which she's sufficiently comfortable that she can speak it freely and honestly without having a teleprompter behind her. One of the advantages of the mRNA vaccines is that they can be adapted relatively quickly to new variants. And scientists and vaccine manufacturers are updating COVID-19 vaccines by adding other ingredients, which specifically target the circulating virus strains. Don't ask what those, don't ask any questions. They just, they're adding other ingredients like pixie dust. Just poof. The mRNA vaccines, which had never been used on humans until now, the, the, the amazing thing, they could be tinkered. We just add other ingredients. And just, it responds magically to new variants. Little, little pixie dust, little fairy hair, a little unicorn 
strand from the from the butt. It's amazing. It's amazing. And don't worry, we don't, that pesky thing, years of trials on humans, never mind. We've got mice. And all that, it, it won't make a difference. Unicorn farts and pixie dreams. <laughs> Unicorn farts. I like that. That's what I should have gone with. Oh, Lordy. Okay. And then I, I don't, the, the stabbing in Canada, uh, the, the incident in Saskatchewan, as more details will emerge, it's, un, I mean, for those who don't know, who haven't heard about this yet, I'll just, I'll pull up an article. It's, it's, it, it sickens me. It enrages me. And, uh, you know, we're sitting here watching. It's not to get uh, too down. It's just we're, we're watching uh, the, the, the results of incompetence and we've made CNN again here. Let's see here. Do we go with CNN? Let's go with CNN. And then, you know, the, the, the political questions that this raises. Manhunt underway in Canada after deadly mass stabbing. What we're covering here, Canadian authorities have charged two suspects who are still at large in connection to a mass stabbing Sunday that left at least 10 dead, 18 injured at multiple scenes in an indigenous community and the surrounding area in Saskatchewan. This is where the, as more information comes out, it's not clear, you know, what this is about in as much as this can be about anything other than absolute evil horror. The suspects identified as Damon, okay, are believed to be traveling in a black Nissan Rogue. I, I, I doubt they're in that car anymore. Armed and dangerous. Some of the victims appear to have been targeted. Others believed to have been attacked randomly. Oh, we got Justin Trudeau. He makes a statement. We'll see what Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau called Sunday stabbing attacks that killed him. Shocking and heartbreaking. And said that the federal government will be there for people of, of the same of James Smith Cree Nation. My thoughts and the thoughts of all Canadians are with those who've lost loved ones and with those who are injured. This kind of violence, or, yeah, this needs to be said. It has no place in our country. Oh, thank you for clarifying that, Justin. Trudeau said he is monitoring the situation closely and urged everyone to follow updates. So that's the news out of Canada. It's horrifying. It's, it's outrageous. Now, the, the, the very, the very, the, you know, everything gets ruined with politics. When there was the Nova Scotia mass shooting in 2020, immediately, immediately, uh, before anybody even knew the awful and um, very damaging details of that, uh, of, of how that shooting spree occurred, we'll see if any of those questions come up in this situation. Before anybody knew anything, Trudeau jumped on it. Call for gun control. Look at look, look. It was it was reflexive. It was knee jerk, and I think they already had the 150 page order in council to ban more firearms drafted already. Just waiting waiting for an event to exploit for political purposes. When I hear about this, I hear about the situation, and I hate having these sort of I call them legal or political reflexes. But I, I'm sitting there thinking to myself. Why uh, 
following the logic, why would Justin Trudeau not come out now and say, let's talk about uh, banning knives? The, the funny, you, you ask the question and everyone immediately scoffs at the absurdity of the suggestion. It's absurd. Why would you even say that? The scoffing at the absurdity of the suggestion should cause people to take a step back and say, why is it justified under one circumstance? Or why is it legitimate under one circumstance? Why is it whenever there's a shooting of someone probably having illegally acquired the weapons and the, the firearms in the first place, as was the case in Nova Scotia, there, it's a totally legitimate knee-jerk reaction. But when it comes to knives, it's a preposterous um, suggestion. Uh, some might say it's because there are already laws that govern it. You can't walk around with a knife above a certain length. You can't walk around with a knife for the purposes of using it as a weapon. You can't even walk around with a knife for the purposes of intending to use it for self-defense. Why is the discussion for one, the, re the knee-jerk reaction for firearms justified in the minds of some and in, the, in those same people's minds, it's preposterous to even entertain the idea I, I have trouble reconciling the incongruity. Uh, but this, this entire situation shows something even more important. And it's something that I, um, that I mentioned in a tweet. Canada has criminalized self-defense. You know, the, the, the people should appreciate that this war on firearms, the war on the right for law-abiding citizens to acquire and keep firearms for the purposes of self-defense has been criminalized, but not just with firearms, with anything, pepper spray, tasers. Self-defense in Canada has been criminalized. And we have an incompetent government through and through that we are told is who is there, who has been empowered to protect us. And they have systematically failed to do it on so many occasions that people should start asking the question, self-defense is not a privilege. It's a God-given right of nature that has been taken away from Canadian citizens such that even when the atrocity is not committed with a firearm, when it's committed with knives, Canadians are, have effectively been handcuffed. They've had their hands tied behind their backs when it comes to the God-given right of self-defense. But the, the idea that, oh, when it's, when it's done with a knife, it's preposterous to make the, the, the suggestion. It's become something of a meme. Knife control. Well, of course not, because you need knives to eat. You need knives to cut bread. You need knives to, to garden. And people need guns to go hunting. People need guns in a normal, sane world for the purposes of self-defense. The, the fact that people think that the statement that... that it goes without saying that you can't ask the question with knives, but you can ask it with guns, goes to show that it's not a question of logic or law. It's a question of preconceived bias. And right now, you know, within, within two years, Canada has seen some of the worst uh, mass events of this nature that, it, well, that it's ever seen. You know, Justin Trudeau, what really, really enrages me about all of this is Justin Trudeau can mobilize a militarized police to violently suppress, call it a nuisance, but a peaceful protest, can invoke the Emergencies Act for bouncy castles, horn honking, and uh, what was the other one? 
bouncy castles, and hot tubs. Justin Trudeau can invoke the emergencies for act for that. 10 people were murdered, 15 more injured. The two individuals are all, and I have no doubt they're, they're, they're pooling as much resources as they can to find these. But can you imagine if, if you know, if, if, if the government, the police had not been distracted on, on what it's been distracted on and instead focusing on what needs to be focused on? A lot of these issues, depending on what is the cause of this or what the details are, there's been a lot of issues on reserves, a lot of a lot of violence. We want to talk about uh, what happens when large segments of society are utterly neglected. Uh, the, the the indigenous reserves in Canada are are a sad reminder of of a failed government. But it's all it's it's just. Yeah, they come out and apologize, come out in thoughts and prayers while simultaneously neglecting the very people uh, they purport to protect. It's the government's job to protect you, right? You can't protect yourself. We take away all your rights. We criminalize basic rules of, of fundamental nature. Uh, and then we apologize when, when things happen. So anyways, that's it. I, I, it's, it's utterly depressing. And you know, it's, all right, we've got to, we're gonna we're gonna a freeze on handguns, a freeze on handguns when criminals illegally acquire handguns and use them for criminal purposes. Freeze on handguns from all law-abiding citizens who went through the two-day course, did the background checks. A freeze if it's for your own safety. And now, you know, like, like you think you 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 do you do nothing to solve the actual problem. Gun crime is getting worse in Canada, and now. It just seems crime in and of itself is getting worse in Canada. Okay, well, that, that's, that's the rant on that. Uh, let me just go to this. Is this my actual, are we in incognito here? Oh, no, we're not. We're not. Okay, good. So this is, just make sure that I, that I covered everything of the day. We have uh, one super chat here. Yeah, I'm not reading this. You know what I say, and it's and it's it. Nobody likes the way things are going. I I I think what is getting better, people are getting smarter, and people see it. And that is the you you're you. This is this is a um, ideological conflict that can only be won by winning the minds. Period. And I get this joke. <laughs> I think I get this joke. I think it has to do with MAIDS, medical assistance in dying in Canada. It's just, I, it's, in, it's unfathomable to me. Either Canada has always been on this trajectory and I just never saw it until 2020, or it might've been on something of this trajectory and then just fell off a cliff come 2020. Okay, let's see what we got here. Um, what, what else did we have on? Let me see this. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, no. Just just PBS. PBS running swastikas and public urination. Anti-vaccine protest draws outrage in Canada. Yeah. Oh, oh you, you don't see the article. Only when you spread misinformation, PBS. It's, it's nice to know that CBC is not uh, all three-letter agencies. Oh, God, people. Not this year. We beat Farmer this year. 
<laughs> we beat Joe. Farmer this year. Sorry, Joe, calm down. We're going to change people's lives. We beat Farmer this year. Man. Not this year. We beat Farmer this year. We beat Farmer this year, and it mattered. We're going to change people's lives. Oh, you, you beat Pharma. Pfizer, this is from uh, 2022. Pfizer quarterly sales surged to record high. Driven by COVID vaccine and antiviral treatment, Paxlovid. Oh, you beat, you beat Big Pharma, Joe. Pfizer becomes uh, to become $100 billion behemoth next year, thanks to the COVID-19 drug and vaccine. Analyst, this is November. Oh, you beat them, Joe. We're changing people's lives. Oh, yeah. You're changing people's lives. Another, oh, my God. Pa- madness. I mean, also... Also, like, abnormal behavior. That's abnormal behavior. Not in and of itself. Ba- compared to a baseline, that's madness. Like, you, you look at me and you'd say, if anyone saw, like, 30 seconds of me, they'd say, that's abnormal behavior. Not to my baseline. Uh, that was madness in comparison to what's-his-face's baseline. Joe Biden's baseline. Okay. Oh, God. We, we beat Big Pharma. He's saying we beat Big Pharma, implicitly acknowledging that Big Pharma is something of an enemy of the people. I mean, what would you need to beat them for if they are the, a godsend savior that have pulled humanity out of the depths of a pandemic? If they, if they are the savior of humanity, you don't want to beat them. You need to, you need to maintain them. But he says, he, he acknowledges that they're evil. The American people won and Big Pharma lost. Yes, that is David versus Goliath. David was good. Goliath was a monster. They've defeated Big Pharma the monster. Now shut up and take your fourth booster. Medicare has now the power to negotiate for lower prescriptions. We beat those profit-driven, selfish, inhumane Big Pharma companies. Now shut up and roll up your sleeve. Oh, nothing nothing, nothing incompatible about those two concepts uh, and then this, then the bad news okay oh and then just just the last one just the last one before i go to some chats the maga agenda represents an extremism that threatens the very foundation of our republic the maga agenda doesn't respect our constitution the maga agenda doesn't respect doesn't believe in the rule of law the maga agenda doesn't recognize the will of the people the mega agenda doesn't respect our constitution. Joe Biden says the second amendment is not absolute after Texas shooting. Yeah. Just appreciate. Oh, that's what I said there. When Biden is talking about MAGA people, when he's talking about MAGA Republicans, which I think is a horrendous, inexcusable quasi ethnic slur. It is. It's not an ethnic slur because it's an ideological one. It is um, what's the? It is ethnic slur adjacent. What that slur is intended to do is demonize a people based on their beliefs. It's no different than demonizing a religion. A lot of people call you know a lot of religions a bunch of names, and a lot of people say I can discriminate against religions because it's a belief. It's not innate. It's not like I'm discriminated against a handicapped person. They choose to believe that religion, and therefore I'm justified in being bigoted against their religious beliefs. That's, that's the argument. Mutatis mutandis to conservatism, or whatever the hell they mean by MAGA Republican. 
They invented Paxil to get you sick twice. <laughs> or they certainly invented, they invented something which may, it, they invented something to treat that which their initial invention didn't prevent as promised. So it's great. They failed twice. They got paid twice. He is talking about the Inflation Reduction Act that has a provision. Oh, no, no, I know, I know, I know. He's talking about, it has a provision for the government setting prices for medication, though it doesn't include insulin and does take effect. No, I know, I, it's not, I know what he's talking about. It's just the idea, Robin, that what he's saying is uh, these pharma companies are selfish, profit-driven, and don't care about humanity, but trust their products, except you know when they're getting slapped with multi-billion dollar criminal and civil sanctions. Justin Trudeau seems like he wants to be just like Dr. Raymond Cocteau from The Demolition Man. You know what I got? I'm watching that movie with my kids tonight. Hey Siri, text my wife. What do you want to say? Demolition Man, period. We're watching it tonight. Okay, it's set. Um, yeah, that's what we're watching tonight. That's it. Thank you for the, that's a good choice in movies. Ultra MAGA versus Dark Brandon. This is what they created. No, but when they're, when they're talking about Ultra MAGA, they're talking, he, Biden is describing himself and his own, what's the word? His ideologues, the word? Uh, the people who adhere to his, I, I, not ideology, ideologue, idea. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not, the, the thing, man, the thing. It is very interesting that lefties are distancing themselves from the jab. I saw an article recently about how Trump pressured the FDA, shaking my head. I covered that too. <laughs> they're going to blame. When you, when you cannot deny reality anymore, they're going to blame potential nefarious side effects on Trump, the Trump administration, and they've already started. It was a Reuters article where they suggested that Trump uh, pressured the FDA as though... Trump could have done anything to pressure the FDA that would not have gotten the approval or been done to the knowledge, if not at the direction of Fauci himself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that Biden was like crazy, crazy ragey. Like that's, that's, I won't say based on my life experience, what that type of rage is indicative of. <laughs> Viva Fry, you've been fined 0.5 credits for violation of the verbal morality. <laughs> the verbal, the VMA, the Video Music Awards. Um, Demolition Man is great. We're going to do it. He's talking about inflation. And okay, so I got those two. Um, and just, just so everybody knows exactly what we're talking about, let's just go here. It was keywords. Trump pressures FDA. Politico, Politico, Bloomberg, Politico. Let's go here. We'll take that one. Just so everybody knows. I, I'm not making this up, people. Uh, the, the, the Overton window shifts in real time. Trump White House exerted pressure on FDA for COVID-19 emergency use authorizations. House report finds. The Trump administration pressured the FDA, including yada, 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 to authorize unproven treatments. That's not the shot. And the first COVID-19 vaccines out on an accelerated timeline. It was called warp speed for a reason, you dumbasses. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. It was called Operation Warp Speed because they were cutting procedural red tape. It wasn't Trump. Uh, I'll, I'll, let me rephrase this. I'll be flabbergasted if Trump bypassed Fauci, who was on the, the 
the COVID task force. If Trump went behind and said, FDA, you're going to fudge your numbers so that we can get this out so that it could be my legacy. No, I think Trump definitely cut some red tape. Um, but they're going to have to find someone to throw under the bus when things start coming to light in a manner that makes them undeniable. Brooke Jackson's uh, whistleblower lawsuit is making some things clear. Uh, some stats are going to become undeniable. And some acts and omissions are going to become undeniable. Hold on. Now I got it. So Life is Beautiful. Viva is Viva's base. Now, what did, what did Life is Beautiful say? I want to go see this. Looking for Life is Beautiful. Got to get to the original comment. I'm not going to be able to get to it. Oh, here we go. Viva is a salt prince. Really? <laughs> oh, you know what they say about uh, being too salty? It can, it can cause high blood pressure. Uh, and speaking of high blood pressure and my irrational fear of death, I'm going to go for a jog this afternoon. Even though it's hot as hell, it should be. It looks, it looks decent. Uh, I, I think anybody who thinks that anybody who publicly says they would take Trudeau over Trump needs to have their head examined. They need a CAT scan, an MRI, an ECG to make sure they actually have a heart. Yeah. Okay. People, this has been glorious and wonderful. Um, it's Labor Day. I forgot that. It's Labor Day this weekend. And, and Labor Day in the States is, I don't know, it seems to be a bigger, more celebrated holiday than in Canada. Uh, what I find offensive, sorry, just knocked my computer. Justin Trudeau and Jugmeet Singh wishing Canadians a happy Labor Day. Oh my goodness, Th that is gaslighting. That is gaslighting. That is like, oh, let, let me think of what, that would be like. That would be like um, congratulating someone on successful physiotherapy when you were the one who ran over their legs with a car. Ju Justin Trudeau implemented policies that resulted in the firings of federal workers who chose to exercise bodily autonomy. The same bodily autonomy that Justin Trudeau respects and promotes for women, just not for women who choose to exercise that bodily autonomy, not to get a jab. Jagmeet Singh, the, you know, the, 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 the supporting leg of that table that would otherwise collapse, but for Jugmeet supporting it. Jugmeet, the foot massager, the water carrier for Justin Trudeau. It takes balls and shameless audacity to wish Canadian citizens, a happy Labor Day when you have been single-handedly and directly responsible for so much of the misery of Canadian laborers. Take your happy Labor Day, Justin Trudeau, and stuff it. Same for you, Jagmeet Singh. For everyone else out there, happy Labor Day. To the people who were the heroes, who were working the hospitals, back in when we all thought the world was going to end, and you showed up to work and you did your job and you did more than your job. Uh, thank you all for your service. And to those of you who were subsequently fired, laid off, uh, what do they call it? LWAP. They call it LWAP, leave without pay. For those of you who were put on leave without pay, also known as firing or legally speaking, constructive dismissal, because you chose not to get the jab, thank you for having 
Conviction, more conviction than some, more courage than some, and having suffered more than many. Suffered on both ends, exploited and then disregarded because politics is a, yeah, is a, is a loyal, is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a game that lacks loyalty. Are you familiar with preferred choice voting in Alaska? Pale and lost voter registration and ballot on same... Oh, yeah, I, I've, I heard about it. And then I heard that it's not the end of the world because they still get to vote again, I think, in a few months. This was like, I don't know enough details. Maybe I'll ask somebody. But no, I don't, I don't know enough about it. <laughs> Singh said, workers unite, just like Karl Marx. Yeah, workers unite, except those who don't want to get the jab. Then get the back, you know, GTFO. Workers unite. The workers who I like unite. The other ones, uh, you're fired. And, um, and I'm going to go back to Twitter to complain about how big business is uh, ruining your life. So that's it. People, go. From what I understand in America, uh, Labor Day is supposed to be celebrated with barbecue, red meat, and maybe a little clear alcohol. And I plan on doing all three of those tonight. Right after my jog, chat, thank you all for being here. Thank you for spending time with me. And um, I, I love this. I, I love this. It is frustrating. But I, I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's delusional self, um, what's the word? Motivation. Things are changing. And things are changing in the right ways for the right reason. Biden gets up and gives that red sermon, and I love that term. And people react not with lashing out, but with mockery at an epic level. That's how it's done. So much so that even I think middle ground people saw something of the red light. <laughs> That's how it's done. Justin Trudeau, uh, you know, coming up now and saying, just, just get to 80, 85, 90%. And people are starting to realize, my goodness, it's Groundhog Day, except it's not funny. That's how you change minds. That's how you change hearts. That's how you change souls. I think it's happening. I think people are getting wise to it. People are finding out that the conspiracy theorists may have been right all along. And they're not the enemy, like the media that has been lying to you says they are. So that's my white pill for the moment. Uh, the other white pill is going to be get some exercise, talk to people, go out, see the sunlight, absorb the vitamin D. I got my tan. Now I'm going to grow back my facial hair. Felt naked and ugly without it. <sighs> yeah, some say it's taken long enough. Well, yes, but uh, look, we're all, the easiest thing to say is, why didn't you do this yesterday? Uh, but then you have to apply that standard to yourself. There are a great many things that took us one day more than it should have to realize. Better late than never. And don't mock people for having come to the right decision, the right conclusion, even if they came to it slower than you. That's it. Go. Greetings from Saskatoon or Saskatchewan. Akasai, I hope everyone out there is, is dealing well with this. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, 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 it's not a tragedy. It's horror beyond description. A tragedy is something that happens. Horror is something that is done by another fellow human. It's a horror. And, uh, you know, I don't know how people are going to deal with this, how they're going to get through it, but the human spirit is resilient. Um, and uh, that's it. Okay, be well, everybody. Go enjoy the day.